0: Thank you for tuning in to the podcast version of TFG 365 TV. I'm your host, Yannick Jackson, and I'm glad you joined us today. We wanted to share some highlights with you from our last virtual event called Fresh Cuts and Connections, featuring experts from across the world within the barbering industry and other industries to help each other grow to network and increase our net worth. Ah, see what I did there? (laughs) All right, so I have the pleasure of knowing so many great leaders in this space, as well as I got some help from my amazing husband, DJ Mr. E, who went across various parts of Florida, and I hosted some of the virtual interviews with um, some of our... Partners in other regions to really dig deep to see what are the needs of barbers and what are some of the what are some of the challenges and even success stories to encourage those who have been in the game for many years not to give up that it is possible to attain the vision you have for your life, whether it's your personal goals, financial goals, or even your business um, endeavors. And also for those who are just starting out, um, for those who are tuning in and you're interested in getting in the business, I want to be able to share with you just some stories of those who have been in the industry, the highs, the lows, but most of all, um, their grit, you know, their passion and determination to make this thing work. And for those who decided to step back, we want to share with you why, why they decided to. So this way you can, as Kingsley Grant would say, help you to succeed where others have failed, or at least expose you to some of the cracks in the system, the challenges that you may face along the journey to greatness. So hopefully it will make your journey a little smoother as you navigate through uh, this thing we call success, right? All right, well, enough talking. I'm gonna go ahead and play the first few clips uh, featuring Raphael, the barber, and Sasso. um, They're barbers who share their story as to why they got into the industry. And you'll hear from other experts shortly. So take a listen.
1: Well, um, my name is Rafael the Barber, um, Rafael Sprouse, and we've been in the establishment at least eight years. I'm a barber, um, and I've been doing this at least for 26 years. But we've been in the establishment at least for eight years. It's an interesting story because my mom, right, she's a beautician, and she's been doing it for quite a while. But what inspired me to become a barber was a bad haircut. (laughs) well um i remember i think i was 12 almost 13 and i went to the barber shop uh, and i that day specifically i had to go to see a new barber i went i sat down you know and again i'm i'm used to seeing my mom giving me haircuts and and i actually like it and i i told her before that maybe i was going to get into it but i was too young that day i sat down in the chair i remember when i got out i got out of the chair I looked myself in the mirror in the barbershop and I was like, ah, okay. So I went home and I look at at myself in the mirror from close and my tape line was like this, sideways. That day I said, I think I have to become a barber because if that guy can do this, I can do it better than him. And I actually called my mom I thought, look, I need you to send me clippers, please, and a razor. And I gave myself the f- my first haircut in that month.
2: Uh, my name is Dominic Sasso. Uh, born in Kingston, Jamaica. Grew up in Pembroke Pines, Florida, and that's where I currently cut hair, in Pembroke Pines, Florida. Oh. I started uh, cutting hair when I was in high school. Actually, middle school, I started messing around with it. And the reason why I started cutting hair was because I couldn't afford to pay for a haircut. So I remember this guy down the block used to cut my hair at his house, in his bathroom, in front of the mirror. And I'm a visual learner, so I would watch him in the mirror, how he was cutting my hair and then I'd go home and practice on myself and my little brother. And then that's really how I learned and I started. But um, in high school, uh, you know, my brother's friends, all my friends, um, it started to get to be a lot. Like, okay, I'm cutting all these people up. I need to start charging. So I started charging like $5 and then I noticed more people would come. I jacked it up to ten and then I noticed more people would come so I had a nice little clientele cutting from home and and then uh, a lot of my clientele would either get cut by me or this guy named Denard down at 183rd flea market and then Denard at the time was opening a barber shop and he told his customers which were my customers to tell me to come out there and I went out there and I checked him out and we just clicked and I started cutting there right there off of Hollandale on 441. When it opened, it was called Fresh Cuts and Fades. And uh, it was me, uh, Tyrone the barber, Denard the barber, and this barber named Breda. And Breda was like really popular. He'd cut a lot of celebrities. dancehall, reggae artists, uh, soundmen, producers, promoters, and they were just coming in and um, just surrounded by reggae and dancehall vibes, you know, and and people in the industry. So I was able to make a lot of connections, and that's what triggered me to pursue reggae music while I was cutting hair, you know, at the barbershop.
0: Thank you so much for sharing your story, guys. All right. Next up, we have Abby from The Finest Cuts. He shared with us the excitement of stepping out in faith and launching his own barbershop. But Abby did so at a time during a pandemic. I mean, a time where their closures and we have to be creative as how we conduct our business and he shared with us a, a real honest um, take on what he experienced during that time. So take a listen to
3: my name is Abdir Alvarado. I am proud owner of the finest cut barber shop. It's been established in 2020. I've been cutting here for about 12 years. Yeah, twelve years. I thought that, you know, that, that it was a profession that where I could I could uh, promote myself and, and and push my and push myself to be to be greater behind the chair, you know? Okay, so it was oof, it was like yeah, like twelve years ago. It was a twelve twelve years ago, my first haircut that I've ever done. And I did it to and I remember that this clearly because I did it to my cousin. We were at my grandmother's house and uh we actually I actually ended up messing up his haircut. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty bad. <laughs> but um but honestly you know it was it was a passion of mine that I wanted to keep learning. I wanted to keep pushing myself to to, to learn more about the about the industry and learn more about about um but how to communicate with people and just and just interact with people and just you know just learn from everybody, from everything. I was uh I've always seen myself owning barbershop. I've always seen myself with my with my name, my brand at a storefront. I've always seen myself to that um to that level, you know. It's it's uh, it's something that I've always that I've always pushed myself you know as a barber that I wanted to become somebody greater behind the chair and um, being you know being an, an owner now and everything is it's been such a blessing it's been such a blessing and I and I five years like five years ago my whole thing was I wanted to own a barber shop I wanted to own a barber shop and and I keep working hard kept working hard I kept grinding and um just doing my best to to, to maintain my clientele and to maintain a good relationship with my customers. And, and thank God, you know, uh, all that support from my customers and everything. This is why this happened and this is why the Finance Scout Barbershop was created.
4: Welcome to Training for Greatness and Mental Toughness. You are one of many who are tuning in and joining in this presentation as we talk about mental toughness, the journey. And as a barber or a barbershop owner, you know what it took or it's taken to be, to make it, especially because of COVID, right? You know the mental toughness that it requires. As a matter of fact, maybe you have experienced In 2020, COVID has caused you to lock down your your business. Maybe it has caused you to not be able to help your your customers, you know, allowing them to look as, you know, as dap as they want to look, however it is. And maybe based on where you're located, you have had an experience that is really, really hard. And you're wondering, man, how do I bounce back? Or what does it take to truly get through these these moments, these tough times? And even sometimes when there's not COVID, it's, it's a challenge sometimes. And we're going to talk about what it is. And I will share with you a few slides, basically, to talk about mental toughness. What does it take? And I believe that there are some things that makes you stand above the pack. I believe that there are some principles that allow you to stand head and shoulder and shoulders above those who might be in the same who are in the same industry as you are is very competitive i i know that uh, sometimes it's it's like everywhere you go for for where i live here in the state of florida in the united states there are are barbershops you know popping up here and there and so I, i can imagine what it's like but here's a question how do you stand heads and shoulders above your competitors because you, we have to accept the fact we are in a competition. You know, I'm not a barber, but there are some principles I learned in my own industry, in my own journey, that I believe that allows us to stand head and shoulders above those who are in the same industry as we are. Be so remarkable, be so remarkable that they cannot ignore you. They simply cannot ignore you. That is what will make you as a barber, as a barbershop owner, become, stand head and shoulders above everyone else. And you will be the next person that will actually be in that image of people to be remembered, be relatable, be relatable, practice your story, be vulnerable, practice empathy and humility, right? Those four things. Tell your stories well, right? Be vulnerable, share bits and parts of your story, your journey, your failures, your success, and also be humble. Walk in humility and be empathetic. Those four skills, I believe, will make you a remarkable leader, a remarkable barber, a barbershop owner that will rise head and, or stand head and shoulders above everyone else. Awesome.
5: Jackson Rock you. How y'all doing? Andre Barracks here from Barracks Branding Services. Just wanted to show you a little bit about what else I do besides brand strategist. I play guitar. You now, as one builds a brand, one has a brand. You can have multiple things that you do that speaks to you and speaks to who you are. Welcome again. Thank you so much for taking your time investing in yourselves for this first cut connections virtual event. Shout out to TFG. TV. So I have a few questions here that I want to get into just want to share with you and you along and your personal brand and your business brand. All right, fresh cuts and Connections. So question number one that, we came, that came in was, how do you promote your brand online? So before we promote our brand online, one thing I want to mention is we must know a purpose of our brand, we must know the target market of the brand. Now the purpose is, you know, the vision, the main goal, what you want your business, what you want your personal brand to be, and uh, associated with that as well as what you want it to do online. And you know, what's what's your goal being online, your online presence. What you want, what do you want from that? Understanding that those two things are is very important for how you even go about strategizing to promote your brand online, right? Also, your target market. Who are you going after? Who's your demographic? Who's your ideal client? Where are they? You know, there's different places to promote your stuff online. There's Facebook, there's Instagram, there's Twitter, there's YouTube, you know, there's Pinterest for some folks, there's TikTok, you know, that's a big thing now as well. So which one do you use? Where are your people at? Um, categorically or customarily, being the older set of folks are not really on Instagram, they're more so on Facebook, so that's your crowd, so that's where you'd have to be mostly relevant. So now, going to promoting yourself online, right? You have to be consistent content that engages your audience. You have to continue to put things up. You have to put work in for this. You know, you get what you put into it. Now, how do you promote your brand online? It's also just definitely being consistent with your work, being consistent with what you do and how you engage and how you talk to, how you reach out to the audience, right? There's putting up videos, there's sharing stories about yourself, there's promoting your business as far as what your business does, how it helps them. You know, what's the main goal of your target market? I and mean, what are they trying to achieve? What can your brand do to help them achieve their goal? That's one thing that you must look into to promote it. Once again, so using the kind of platform you're using, videos are always very good because the attention span and just the way stuff has evolved in this day and age you know multimedia you like to watch videos you really catch people's eyes and really get a point across to them right also i think that you have to think outside the box you have to kind of put yourself beyond the curve like okay this is what is being done in the landscape right now what can i do to engage my audience what can my audience benefit from what can i do a little differently or put a spin on right, to promote my brand online. Also I also believe that being transparent, being honest, being your authentic self, very important to branding yourself. They have to know you, they have to know who the real you is, who the real business is, the real person behind what you're doing, right? Those are barbers, or those are barber barbershops. They have to know you, you are the brand, you are what you're representing, what you're presenting to them. So they have to be in touch with you, right? Strategic partnerships—that's something as well as you can help you promote yourself online. When I say ch- strategic partnerships, right? Speaking about things that align with what your vision is, things that align with what your passions are. You know, those things—maybe if it's envir- environmental, if it's social justice, if it's um, health awareness, whatever it may be—that's tied into your brand. You know, partnering or teaming up with those folks and realizing, hey. You have a joint interest that I have, and we have common similarities as far as target market. We should join together and build something, right? That's another way to promote it online. So being honest, being transparent, being consistent, we're always going to have top of mind awareness. What does that mean for some of you may not know? Top of mind awareness means when they think of a barber, you're the first person they think of. That's top of mind awareness. You're the first person they think of, your barbershop, the first barbershop they think of, right? So it has to be up there for that to be even able to have top of mind awareness, right? Now, one thing to notice of just an example would be say McDonald's. I have children all under the age of five. They all know Mickey D's, right? They see that all those golden arches and they know, hey, McDonald's, they're everywhere pretty much. And that gives them recognition being relevant Those that they want to capture. That gives a top-of-mind awareness for that. That's very important. Okay? Thank you once again for investing in yourself. Remember, as he always says, you're one decision away from greatness. I applaud you. I look forward to speaking to you later. Have a great day.
0: Welcome back to Fresh Cuts and Connections. I'm your host, Unique Jackson executive producer of tfg 365 tv during this next segment you may hear some familiar voices we hosted the situation lounge barbering section all right so for those who have been following us as you know the situation lounge is where improv and coaching connects this segment Features a topic as it relates to um, similar to what Abby went through, but not his story. So we're gonna put that out there. But just the idea of someone who's part of a barber shop who's ready to now spread their wings and launch their own business. All right, and then we invited barber expert. Lydia from Sweden, a.k.a. the Black Sweetie, to chime in on the conversation and share with barbers the best way to handle this situation. Take a listen.
6: Hey, Anthony, how are you doing?
7: Oh, I'm doing I'm doing really, really well. You know, I had a very uh, productive and eventful weekend in all the best ways, you know, and uh, feeling really good. Feeling really good. How are you?
6: I'm good. I'm good. I see, like, so many people coming in. I'm so proud of you. You're doing so well. I mean, who would have known, like, just a year. Look how great it's been. Like, I am so, so proud. I, I, you're, you're you're making so much business for the shop. I, I love it. You know I love love, and you know I love this. So I, yeah, am so you know, grateful.
7: I mean, I mean the you student know? is only as good as the teacher, you know, so I have all I have you for that, you know, I really appreciate, you know, you taking me in and, you know, showing me different ways and, and just educating me on, you know, the art that comes into cutting hair, you know, um, definitely. I so look yeah, at you
6: not just as a barber, I look at you like my own, like you're my son, I mean, I'm
7: so glad that I took a chance on you and look at you now. Wow, I'm so happy. Ah, I appreciate it, honestly. You know, um, that's actually why I wanted to uh, talk to you today. You know, uh, just kind of like how, you know, a parent and their child and the child grows up to go do their own thing. You know, I kind of feel like it's 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 time for me to kind of like spread my wings a little bit. You know, I've been, uh, you know, I, you know, I go the extra mile and I've been practicing after hours and trying to come up with my own unique style of cuts and things like that. And, you know, I, I've been given a lot of thought and I'm, I'm ready to kind of strike out on my own and start my own barbershop service, you know, independent of the shop. You know, so oh I wanted to let goodness. you know, like ahead of time.
6: Wait, 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 wait. I don't, I don't think I heard you correctly. Are you, are you trying to leave me? Like we, I mean, we have been doing this for only a year. There's so much more that you can learn. You can't leave now.
7: I mean, I feel like, you know, like I said, you taught me so much, right? And I feel like the only way I can grow and and, and make my own mark on the barber world is if I kind of step out on my own, you know? And I don't want to get to the point where I'm stepping on your toes, you know, as far as what I want to do business-wise, right? You know, I have nothing but respect for you. Like I said, you've been a great teacher. I just feel like it's time for me to kind of step out and do my own thing.
6: No, no, no. I I, I don't agree. I mean, it's a uh, sharks out there. And you, like I said, you're like family. We can do this together. You got your side, I got my side. We'll be good. You don't have to leave.
7: I mean, I, I feel like I do. You know, Tasha, I feel like the, the, the vision that you have for your shop, you know, I feel like, you know, the vision that I have doesn't necessarily coincide with that, right? And like I said, it's a respect thing. I don't wanna I don't want my vision to step on the toes of your vision. I don't want my vision to step on on the legacy you built, you know, and, and the clients that you built here, you know. Like I don't wanna this be a situation where even I start maybe to take some of your customers away, you know. So I figured now it's been a year, right? I still got some newer clients that maybe aren't accustomed to the shop, you know, I'll take them, you know, start my own thing and you know, hopefully we can still be good. No, I mean, I'll though. finish but up like, a man, I'll pay 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 the month. I'll be my. We can
6: merge the vision. Why don't you just tell me the vision? We can merge the vision. Unity, brother. Unity. Why would you want to leave when things are so good? You saw what happened a lot. Stop playing. We like family here! Don't do that!
7: I, I understand, leave? but you gotta also understand that, you know, I'm sure at one time when you were coming up and learning the tricks and the trades of the barbershop, you know, you had to leave the people who taught you at some point and look at you now. You know, you were able to make your vision come to life. I'm just hoping that you can be understanding with me. You know, put yourself in my shoes at that time. Like, you tried your own thing. You know, your Tasha's cuts is popping and I'm trying to get there also.
6: But,
0: um awkward conversations when it comes down to when someone you are you're mentoring or mentored is ready to fly so we're going to bring Lydia in um to the conversation to help us speak to someone in Anthony's situation when they're ready to soar spread their weight to fly like what are some tips you know do you think the way the situation was handled was a was good do you think it should be handled differently and then what would you say to someone in, in tasha's situation who's kind of low-key um trying to quench
8: the young man's dreams to continue mm-hmm. to fulfill her own mm-hmm. oh wow um i mean i think it, it's one of the first conversations that you should have when you are hiring a you know a chair in a barbershop or when you're working in somebody someone else's barbershop you need to make clear what the vision is for both of you to know whether, whether or not it, it aligns. And if it doesn't, chances are, you shouldn't even begin there to, you know, you shouldn't be there to begin with. Um, at the same time, the best way you can expand in a profession when you're working with hair, because you, you have to um, learn by doing. At the same time, even if your vision does not really align, there might be something there for you to learn um whether it's their method of cutting their way of working the way of whatever the case might be there might be something there for you to learn however you shouldn't um what can i call this you shouldn't give up your dream or your vision simply because you are not a shop owner yourself yet you need to make sure that along your journey you have to learn with every step there needs to be something for you to gain in every step not necessarily money but as far as um, knowledge and skills for the barbershop owner in this case that's where it gets a bit tricky because you do want to have the best people at your barbershop you you want money to come in and if you're losing someone that means you have to look for someone else and so put feelings aside I would say that for both um, both teams
0: that's a good point so implementing what Kinsey Grant shared earlier about being an emo intelligent leader thank you so much for sharing that Alright, so next up we have TJ. He is the owner of Draft Picks Barbershop. He's opening up a second location in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, near LSU. He shared some insight on work. Ethics, and he shared how sometimes barbers lack that—that that for some reason they do not have the best work ethic, and that is what's stunting their growth. I mean, to open up another location during a pandemic, he must be doing something right. Take a listen.
9: And what I think kind of, you know, kept me or, or or got me to the position you know that I am right now was, um, at the same time I was barbering. I was, uh, you know, I I had other jobs and on those other jobs, it kept me, you know, I had to report at a certain time. I was reprimanded if I wasn't there on time. Uh, Your lunch breaks was, you know, kept to a minimum. And I did that all throughout, you know, as I graduated college and, you know, then it became more intense. So, you know, the paperwork, everything else, you know, so what I did was I applied those same... You know rules and 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 guidelines to, to 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 my my own my own uh um profession as a barber so and i think that kind of kept me you know you know i come to work on time i you know I, everything was professional i keep everything professional at all times i think that uh helped me
0: you brought up a great point where you took the skills that you learned in corporate or the industries that you worked with and you applied it to your barbershop business, there are a number of barbers who may not have worked in corporate arena before. So they don't have those same disciplines. They start off as a barber cutting friends here in the neighborhood and they open up their shop because they made money and they just went on from there or even they just you know with the arrangement that you have where you rent a chair um, and then just go from there but they don't have the discipline. I'm glad you mentioned that. Um, Do you find that as a challenge when working with other barbers because I know you're opening a new location in Baton Rouge near LSU. Um, do you find that's an area of weakness when it comes down to barbers, whether new or veterans in the business?
9: Definitely, definitely. Um, as a barber, um, you know we're, we're we're our own boss. Um, free to go, we're free to do what we want. So it kind of, um, I mean, it it, it it it's it's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing because you know you get, some barbers may come to work at one o'clock and they may leave at five. Uh, they may. I mean, it, it's just is the industry. Some people in the industry, it, it it's it's it 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 hurts them. You know what I mean to be so free and to and to not have that structure and that discipline and uh and it can it become it it can definitely become challenging to to an owner if you have you know uh barbers like that.
0: Uh, Kingsley Grant is the gentleman who was speaking earlier. He's the owner of Kingspire Communications. And you brought up a good point um, as it relates to family, you know, making sure that you provide for your family and they're barbers like yourself. You have kids, you're, you're married. Kingsley, uh, can you share with us how to balance that, um, that dynamic of work-life balance based on a barbershop owner's position or even a a barber.
4: You know, yes, I want to say TJ, I congratulate you for the work you're doing. And I like the onboarding process that you've come up with as far as trying to make certain that you have the right, right fit, right. The whole idea have the right people in the right seat on the right on the bus so that they all fit in that um, seat, because if they're not in the right seat, you're going to have problems. So that's really a good idea. You know, Uh, going back to the idea of work-life balance. I just see it as a, you know, life work balance i just switch it around life comes first because sometimes people put work first and then try to balance life out and it becomes very hard so because work is shifting life ought to be a a constant what is my life that i have designed for myself as a barber for example tj you know what life you want you know what it is that you're after and so once i have that set almost like the gps of my life then work find a way to fit into that but some people some people try to fit life into work and then it becomes very crazy because it's hard the work is always changing always shifting right so I just say start with life make sure that you know exactly what I tell uh, people that I I work with make sure you know exactly what your life ought to be what are the things you value what are your core values what are the non-negotiable things what are the things you're not going to to shift on, right? Have those things in place as your pillars. I tell people many times, once that is in place, that's life. Then work, have a way to fit into that. Because mm-hmm. if not, then something's going to pay the price. And most times family is what pays the price because I got to work, I got to work, I got to work. And I understand that if I don't work, I can't put money in. Yeah, I get it. But then at the end of the day, you know, uh, when at the end of our lives, we're not looking about how much do we work. Is how much time we spend with our family so i think life has to come first and then work fits into that and when people can shift that around rather than a work-life balance the life work balance i think they have a better chance of achieving that
0: all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us today during the highlight show of fresh cuts and connections it was so hard just to pick a few highlights but guess what we are going to continue to share more and host other virtual events so make sure to stay connected with us at tfg 365 tv be on the lookout for future dates and times for fresh cuts and connections as well as some of our other programs that we feature during our streaming network All right. All right. Well, once again, my name is Yannick with training for greatness executive producer of tfg 365 tv and i just want to say thank you to everyone who's been part of this production um definitely want to say thank you to my amazing husband dj mr e and our kids and our parents and everyone that made this possible hey you hear that i'm getting ready for the award speech (laughs) but um i want to say thank you again to abby uh, raphael the Barber, Sasso, uh, TJ, and Tasha from on the top of Tasha Love Show, uh, Anthony Ryan Grant, Kinksy Grant, Lydia the Black Sweetie, and um, Andre Barracks from Barracks Branding Services. When I want to say thank you. Thank you for um, helping us make this event great. And a big shout out to Rudy Knows Jamaica, If you're in Jamaica or you're traveling to Jamaica and you're looking for a top, I would say, tour guide or just transportation services, make sure to contact him. Let him know Yannick said hi. All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. We'll talk soon. And I want to hear from you. Uh, what was your takeaway from today? What did you learn? And how are you going to use what you heard today to grow your business? Post it in the comment section before, or send us a DM, and one of our team members will get back to you shortly. All right. Well, once again, I'm Unique. signing out. Have a great day. Bye.